So welcome to Coffee, Eggs and Inspiration. It's a weekly show uh, that goes out over YouTube if you're keen to watch uh, or as a podcast on Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, SoundCloud, I think there's a few of them now to, uh, to choose from. Uh, and each week I get to sit with a super inspiring person and uh, listen to their story and, and share it with you. Uh, quick shout out to House of St Barnabas, this is where we are at the moment, we're in a very elegant ornate room uh, called the Silk Room uh, and they've given us the, the use of this for the interview so uh, thanks to House of St Barnabas, uh, a great house for a great cause, uh, fixing homelessness or helping alleviate it in, in London. Uh, so my guest this week, uh, very excited uh, to welcome Jamal Edwards, uh, who is um, a real inspiration of mine and I think uh, many others. He's the founder of SBTV. Uh, SB, by the way, t stands for Smoky Bars. We're going to come back to that. <laughs> Uh, this is the old rat, rat name, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, 1.2 million subscribers, uh, 770 million views. Um, and through SBTV, Jamal's helped launch uh, big names like Ed Sheeran, uh, Jesse J, Rita Ora, Emily Sunday, and many others. Uh, Jamal got an MBE from the Queen in 2014 uh, as a recognition for his services to music and business. Uh, best Startup of the Year in 2015. Uh, Forbes 30 under 30, GQ uh, top 100 most connected men of all time in uh, 2016. He's an ambassador for the Prince's Trust and actually I think Mercedes as well, mm -hmm. uh, the car company. Um, has an MBA from Luton and Bedfordshire University. Campaigns uh, for mental health and has been really vocal uh, about uh, the uh, the cause and his uh, his own experience there, and is working um, also on reviving youth centres, including in his own backyard in Acton. Uh, amazingly inspiring guy. I'm really really grateful that you've made the time, Jamal. Thank you and welcome. Oh well. <laughs> Does that seem overwhelming to listen to that? Actually? Yeah, it sounds a bit mad, but um, yeah, thank you for having me and great well researched thank you yeah well it's uh, you're all out there you know you're a very public figure these days and uh, a very inspirational one really really appreciate it so let's start by winding the clock back uh, I think you uh, were born or, or had the early part of your life in Luton and then subsequently you spent most of your time in Acton in West London right yeah yeah, yeah. so um uh, I was yeah born in Luton and I sort of lived there for about six seven years yeah. and then I think like and it's it's weird because like when people come from out of London they really like I really had the sort of first hand experience of of reaching the window in like I mean reaching and hitting the ceiling so it's like my mum I think was in the best job like and it wasn't earning her enough. Um, this was in Luton? Yeah, in Luton, yeah. so she had to move to London for a better job. And like, it's mad when people actually say that to me from like, up north, like Birmingham, Manny, Liverpool. Yeah. But it's getting better, but back in the day, like 20, 20 years ago or whatever, um, it was like you had to move to London to get get somewhere in your life. So yeah, my mum made the move to London. Um, and your mum, of course, is Brenda. Yeah. Uh, and I remember seen Brenda on TV, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brenda Edwards, I think she came fourth in the second season of yeah. X Factor, right? Yeah, 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 that was an insane experience um, and I think that was um, the reason why I had a good Christmas or birthday that year because she had a bit of money 
Um, right. So yeah, that, that's how I can get my camera. Which then, so she gave you a camera. With yeah. You so my watch. parents both chipped in. Right. To get me a camera for a present. Video camera. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and how, how how old were you then? Um. 14, 15, 14, 15. Yeah, but when I first started, it wasn't like what I was doing now. It was more like I was filming everything. I was filming uh, my mum make dinner. I was filming like wildlife in my garden. Like, I was just filming loads of stuff that wasn't music. Just experiencing videography and Yeah, And were you uploading at that stage to YouTube? Um, yeah, I was. Um, all, yeah, I was. I think I did upload one Fox video, but I deleted it because okay. it was just like... Fox video, as yeah. in the real Fox in the background. Yeah, Fox. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's what I first uploaded. But then, like, I uploaded a video after that, which was of, like, me at um, a college trip in Birmingham. Yeah. And, like, loads of people saying, yeah, this is sick. The other one was just too random. Like, it's just <laughs> a, like a random, random night in my garden. So you're finding what people liked. Yeah. You're learning how to film and edit, so yeah. I suppose. Yeah. Doing just, it all on a... Pretty simple camera. Yeah, I was on a. It was like my phone camera first, then it was um, mini DV tapes and Windows Movie Maker, like programs like that. This was like 2005, something like that. Yeah. So this is before. 2006. Because I remember pre November, November to, yeah, November 2006 was when I opened up the YouTube channel. Okay. And then that's when I was uploading loads of rubbish. And then February 2007 is like the official. Like where I'd say is the first official video that I let people know about. Um, yeah, so that was like, so I remember like YouTube was like a year old. Yeah. And it was like, just like I was learning like how to do titles, descriptions, all that sort of stuff. Right at um, the very start. Yeah. I, I, I wanna I wanna drill down and uh, and get get you to tell that story deeply. Um, before we get there though, uh, did you, it sounded like you took some inspiration from your mum. Mm -hmm. At least, is, is that fair to say? Or where, where did this come from? This desire to do videography, upload stuff, film stuff. Where, you know, there's um, a passion. There, I don't so know. Like, I think a lot of it was like practice hours, risky roads, Lord of the Mics, Channel U. Like, it was that sort of thing. And I was just like, I want to film my own videos. Right. And my friends weren't. Um, my friends weren't getting the recognition that I felt they deserved. So yeah. I thought. Let me try and create it for them. And what were your friends doing? What, uh, recognition for what? Yeah, rapping. Okay, and yeah. rapping. Yeah. yeah. So like that. That was like my biggest, my biggest thing back in the day. Um, were you rapping yourself? Yeah. That's where Smoky Bars comes from. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You still rap? No, 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 no. You no. sure? Yeah, I did something with Jamie Oliver. Did you? In his kitchen. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We made a beat out of his kitchen and I rapped in it. But that was just as like, you do. It seems like such an obvious collaboration. Yeah, it's <laughs> random, <laughs> random, but like. I've obviously, for it, because it's such a random thing, that's why I rapped on it. And I wrote a uh, 16 lyric, but I don't do it. I don't do it regularly. I'm trying to like do other stuff. I don't know why I'm adding more stuff to do, but like, I'm trying to learn how to produce and DJ at the moment. So I want to do that. That's where one of my childhood. You have, you have so many things on your plate. Oh my but I shouldn't. Like, I told my, whoops, I told my agents like, um, maybe it's like I've got enough. Like, I don't need to be learning that as well. What'd they say? Nah, go for it. They, they was like, cause basically a big agency wants to book, like, put me on their books. And they're like, you can make a killing. And I've like, no, I like, I've got mates that are DJs. I don't want to just be booked because of my yeah. name. I want to be good. Yeah. I want to like craft. Like when I started filming, I spent hours, hours rendering, uploading, checking, rendering, uploading, deleting, checking. Oh, look, mice. Oh yeah. 
I knew it. That's off camera. It's gonna run up from underneath these bits now. Hey. See, before with mice, yeah, <laughs> I remember in my office, yeah, I had them, they jump, you know, they jump. Well, you got your head, you've yeah, got your feet up. Because <laughs> it's just gonna run through is your face. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Well, this is interesting. This is adding some uh, flavour to the, <laughs> the video. Let me take you like, back to the, the dawn, though, of uh, SBTV. Mm -hmm. So, you you launched officially, and if we're just if we're distracted, it's because of the mouse over there. A very clean mouse, I should say. Yeah. Um, so you officially launched in, I think you said 2000 and early 2007. Yeah. Yeah. And what was on it? What was the content? Was it music content? Yeah, it was Cappy's Factory, um, random college trip, and we snuck out the back and went to the vending machine to go get some sweets and Coca-Cola. Then I was like, you know what, let's spit some bars, man. Let's spit some bars, let me film you. And then that's when I filmed them, just rapping over one of my friend's beats that they produced. Yeah. And then I uploaded it. Mm. And how did you get the word out there? Because, you know, that I'm, I'm learning actually firsthand. So these are the rogue tactics that I used. One of them... How do you build an audience? ...was... Um, there was like master computers in my college and school. So I used to go to the master computer and change every single homepage to SBTV. <laughs> so when people used to go in there, even if they didn't know, they'd be like, oh, what's that? And then I get viewers that way. Like another way, I nearly got kicked out for that. Oh, there's another one. That one's smaller though. Um, that's gone underneath that tape, that's gone underneath that door now. This is his home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Home. Um, so yeah, I did that and then like another way that I did is I used all the printers, all the ink, print like leaflets, they went to the high streets, yeah. I handed them out. Guerrilla marketing. Yeah. Then then when they found out I was using all their ink, I was like, this is the last chance tomorrow, like stop. And then This is school. Yeah, school college. And then I went to Then I went to Westfield and changed every single iMac Apple to SBTV. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But me and my mates. Did they not notice you were doing that? No, because we just did it slow. Just looking at each one. I was with like a couple of mates. Like, come, let's go. And we just changed it all just to the YouTube. Just reset the homepage. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we did that. And then, what's the other one? I don't know. I just used to do stuff like that. And, and it was like, word of mouth, I yeah, guess. Yeah, word of well, mouth yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always used to think, like, what can I do to, like, get the, get the word out there? It's a... <laughs> I'm learning, uh, I'm learning stuff here. Yeah. Um, I do it. I, I even do it now sometimes. Do you? If, I, if I go into a place and there's a computer, I'll just set a homepage to... Do you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still, you never know, you might get an extra viewer. Should we try and do it when we go out here? Oh, yeah. You have to be a bit more sly. The lady's on that computer, yeah. the one downstairs. She won't but there's, there's, like, there's places you go where there's like open... I did it at um, Sora House in LA. You know, they've got the two yeah. Macs there. I'll change yeah. that. Oh, yeah? Just put it on the video. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Amazing, good, good techniques. And the content at that stage was uh, dance music, so DJ stuff, mixing stuff, and grime. Uh, no, so it was mainly grime, like spitting grime. lyrics, yeah. music videos, um, a bit of interviews, and just behind the scenes content. Right. Yeah. And did it stay that way? Because you you eventually got into broader uh, types of music, right? What what was your thinking there? Yeah, because I I think I was filming filming artists, rappers, MCs, and then it became a thing where I wanted to. Um, I was like filming the same people again and again in the same area, so I was like, alright, cool. I don't um, I don't. Um, I've got everyone in Acton. Now I need to go and jump on the train and go somewhere I don't know. So it was like going to like areas I've never been, yeah. all, all up and down London, 
Um, and then once I did that, I was like, cool, I've done that now. Let me try a different genre. So then I started filming singers. Yeah. And then mum's like, let you should film some singers because she was a singer. Yeah. And then that's when I started experimenting with singers. Did you ever film your mum? Um, yeah. Yeah? Put yeah, her up yeah. on, she's been on SBTV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But don't really, we'll do another one. We'll do another one. She's still there if we searched. Ugh, why are you doing this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Love it. But yeah, we're going to do another one. This is like back in the day. Uh, Mum, you heard it here. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do another one, of course. She's, she's doing sister acts, so imagine I get her and Whippy to do something. That would be sick. That would be amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So well, you know, that's yeah. something to look forward to. Yeah. Uh, okay, Manifest. so you're... <laughs> were you still doing all of the filming and editing yourself at this time? Yeah, it was just me, and then um, I started building a team after that. Yeah. And that was that was done by people messaging me, emailing me saying, oh, I really like what you're doing. I see you don't do this, I can yeah. do this for you. And obviously I didn't really have money to pay for it. So yeah. it was just people just keen to just get involved. And that's what allowed me to scale up the business. Amazing. So you set up a small a small team there. Yeah. Uh, and how did you how did you source how did you find these people? Like how did you source at that stage? Because this was still pretty early on. It's like mid two thousands. They got in touch with me a lot, they, a lot of the time. They? I think the first person I got in touch with <coughs> that I needed was my presenter, Georgia. And I had the interview with Kelly Rowland. I was too petrified to do it. Um, so I went on Twitter, I think, the day before, and I was like, I need a presenter. And then loads of people just sent me loads of links. Oh, really? And then like, I looked at loads of them, and I was like, you know what? People don't expect me to pick Georgia. She's, like, quite posh. Like, so I just said, yeah, I just went with her. And when we put her on the channel, people were like, what are you doing, Jamal? Like, that is not... SPTV audience, but it worked and it was just like a risk that I took. Right. Um, yeah, so then that, that was the first sort of person that I actually did an outreach for. Um, and then I started building, building from there. But the, it was quite daunting because everyone that I employed eventually was older than me. So it was very, like, I was very, very difficult to delegate and sort of direct people because I was always paying, paying people at this stage or buying uh, later, later on later, later on, on I was yeah. yeah like when I got bigger brand jobs and yeah. money from YouTube that allowed me to be able to pay people so talk to me about the the development of the business because this is this is big time commitment um, how, how frequently were you uploading by the way were you daily or weekly or um, like every day every day every day right. which is which is tough right yeah it's yeah like yeah always on you got you got to f figure out which phone is. Yeah, so that was the pixel that was actually speaking. It was. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I turned it off. Wake up. Okay, Google. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Why'd you do that? <laughs> there you go. Um, okay, so uh, and and the the business started developing. So you were getting sponsorships. So people were asking you to do what? Um, a lot of it was to make content, like including their products. So it's like a lot of it was product placement, right? Um, or it was to promote, like PlayStation, promote a new game, okay. or it was to promote an event and put that on your channel. On a channel, sometimes yeah. the events would be helping to run it, not necessarily yeah. have um, the content on the channel. Yeah. But it's a it's a, it's a multitude of different, like it's an amalgamation of loads of different things. And of course, one of those ads was for Chrome, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. BB8. Yeah. Talk to me about that. They, they actually, I actually reposted it and. Like the comments, like like some of the comments on the thing, I was just so humbled. Where is it? I was just like, where is it? Let me find this. You have to, uh, you have to explain what it is. People will be searching. Yeah. No so doubt. wait, where is it? 
This guy is a social media king, by the way. He carries these these two phones. He's on one or the there other is. and posting. And so like, oops. <laughs> so like, some of the comments that people were leaving was like, like eight years ago. Wow, like I can't believe it. I watched this when I was a little kid, and then like some people was just like, I remember this, watching this for the first time. Like it was just like it just like took me on a proper like memory trip because like yeah, people's yeah. like this was such a huge moment for all creators man this should be celebrated every year um like and basically because i was allowed to edit the the names of comments and the comments i put some of my right. friends like people might not know i put my friends surnames and some of them yeah. so like it meant like it was like a private thing between me and them acknowledging them that they've been a part of the journey or right that they've been um and that's the the great creativity was um allowed me to do stuff like that. So you, you had were, a lot of discretion over the content of the ad and Yeah, they just sat me down yeah. and said um, and said I remember this being in Google Dublin. <laughs> like, but yeah the comments were just nuts but yeah they sat me down and said what do you want to do? And they allowed they proper it was a proper collaborative symbiotic process of us working together. Um, and yeah that like, was allowed to pick the music um, and it was nuts because Lady Gaga and Justin Bieber was the ones that were done out of the UK, yeah. and it was like sort of the first one in the UK. So it was definitely a career moment, highlight, career highlight uh, moment for me. Amazing. So that uh, that sort of became very popular, viral, uh, and um, <clears throat> did you start monetizing on your YouTube channel uh, at that time or close to that time? This yeah, I think it was. I think it was just before that, and yeah, um, yeah like. After that, a lot, of, a lot of bigger brands started to like, ooh, what's this? Ooh, do you know what I'm saying? So yeah. like, it gave, it gave exposure in that, in that sense as well. Right. And uh, t talk to me about you. Yeah, I mean, you worked with some really, really big artists at the early stages of their career. Ed Sheeran, for example. T mm. Tell me, tell me about that story. Yeah. So that that story is like, I um, tweeted what film I should watch, and he said Precious. And randomly, I was just like, "Good movie." Yeah, I I don't think I've still watched it all the way through yet. But I was, um, I then like checked his music out, and I was just like, "Wow, this is sick!" And I went to, down to I Love Live, and I was like, "I've never really put a single in SP before. Um, that's consistently." So we shot like four videos in that day. Um, and when I went up, sorry, I went down to Isle of Life, met him, and I was like, right, you're sick. And I think the following week, we ended up shooting You Need Me, I Don't Need You, A Team, then there's Lopley, All My Life cover, and that one other video. Amazing. Where we just changed the clothes in each one. And it was just him with his guitar. guitar and his, yeah, yeah. Was he using his loop at that time? Yeah, yeah, jumped on a train for my yeah. Twickenham or something like that. Went to Sunningdale or something, something like that, I think the studio was. And yeah, that was a. Uh, Definitely an interesting, and we were sitting in the kitchen thinking that I swear I think I'm gonna ask him. I think we came up because I was asking what should we call acoustic sessions, and we just couldn't make up a name. We were sitting in the kitchen for time, and then I remember I had F64, which was like Fresh 64 lyrics, which is for MCs. Yeah. So then I think we was like, yeah, let's do A64, even though it's not 64, right. just the familiarity of uh, 64 a and A is an acoustic. Yeah. And I was like, cool, safe. And then everyone thought Ed recorded the intro, but he didn't. It just sounded like him. The, oh, really? The yeah, yeah, SB, TV. I need to bring that back. Everyone keeps like. Was it you? <laughs> no, it wasn't me. It was just, sure? It was one of the one of the people that <laughs> used to work with. But I'm gonna bring it back next year, Amazing. 2020. 
Are you still in touch with Ed? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was speaking to him the other day. Yeah. yeah. And he uh, he obviously built you know built a big audience with your your help and uh, went on to amazing things. It was um, good because I wanted to work with singers and he wanted to work within the scene, mm. so it was like perfect. And he, he yeah, he's an interesting artist, right? Because he does a little bit of rap and a little bit. Of yeah, he can spit bars. I remember yeah. he came like when he was had a little bit of downtime from tour. He came over and we just went driving, listening to his new, his new, um, his latest collaborations EP, and I was like, "Wow, he's spitting bars!" But I know, I I know Ed for years. Like, I know he can spit bars. Yeah. Because I remember messing about, like freestyling, and yeah. we'd be like, "Yeah, spitting the bars in the flow, in the flow, setting the bars in the road, and so whatever." We always like. So you guys were you guys just always like, back to back, other, yeah, right? yeah, back to back, smoking yeah, yeah. bars and uh, Ed Sheeran. Here's yeah, yeah, a, here's yeah. a combination. <laughs> you right? never know. You never know. How's that mouse? You found it. Yeah, it keeps coming in and out. Yeah, yeah. But it's going into the other room. So you can see it there. You see it. Oh yeah. Yeah, just chilling. Interesting. Um, and um, Jesse J, uh, Emily Sunday, Rita Ora. Yeah, these are all people that I was just. My big thing, like that, I was working on the rappers was I wanted to get them before um, a lot of people knew about them. Yeah. So like with Rita, it was very early. Yeah. Like Jesse, it was very early. I did the first Jesse. I did Jesse's first video. So Jesse came her. out of Brit School, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. So she. I find all these people on their way. It's just like I, I managed to get in there early, I guess. How do you um, do that though? Um. I just like, I don't know, I just like, keep my ears to the ground, keep my ears to the street. I'm always on, like for example, I'm, I I haven't made as much content as I'd like to make because I've been like focused on the community efforts and just trying to get that all going. But like, I love making content at the end of the day. Like I could wake up and I will sit in the studio and book 10 artists in. Is that your happy place, just doing the video? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you still do the, do you still film? Do you still edit? Yeah, yeah. No, no, not as much as I'd like, but just the curation and the A&R, finding unearthing talent, I get a buzz off that. Yeah. It's like a game for me, like, to find the next big star. Incredible. And it's, uh, and it's such a, a worthwhile social purpose as well that you know these people go on to make helping the artists. absolutely helping helping the artists. Really interested to explore some of your other interests, which you've kind of touched on a bit. You have written a book. I'm going to come back to that at the, at the end. Actually, the book yeah. the book is called Self Belief: The Vision How to Be uh, a Success on Your Own Terms. Right? Yeah, amazing. Um, but you're doing some um, ambassadorial work for the Prince's Trust. Yeah. Uh, you've also got uh, some um, uh, some campaigns running around youth centres. Talk, talk to me about where that's coming from. Um, I think like it came from going back to my area and going to like I was in Birmingham the other day and they were saying their centres getting shut down in Walsall. Can I help? And I'm like, oh, like and I like, just from Taylor's neighbourhood. Yeah, no, I should I should actually speak to him about that. Mm. And like I've got like. Oh my god, the big one. That's a big one. That's not a big one. That is the big one. There's two. There's See, that one's brave. It's coming over here. <laughs> I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Here we go. Um, sorry. This is this is probably we should explain to people who are listening to this as a podcast. Oh, the mouse <laughs> keeps coming in and out. Actually, we need to explain to to people watching this because the camera's on us yeah. and, the, and the little My mouse eyes is over just there. It's, going a, over it's there a resident there. mouse. Everyone needs a house. Yeah. Um, sorry, but um, Prince's Trust. You yeah, went back to your yeah, own area. And like loads of people yeah. are just like saying, and I think with Delve, I've got the blueprint of how to 
do it in other areas. Right. So like, now obviously people are seeing that, they're like, can you come and do it in, in my area? So it's like, that that need has just inspired me to um, try and create something. Um, and and I've been like for the seventeenth week now. We've been engaged over hundreds of kids, and it's very like. This is Delve. Yeah, this is Delve. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So in, so in can you explain Delve to to people who may not have heard? It's like a grassroots, like youth-run project, mm -hmm. um, supported by Google and Welcome Trust, and we're basically reopening centres in areas where they've been closed and trying to connect with young people. So like, we if a young person wants to do something, I'll try and make it happen. With Yara, and then try and build build upon it. So, like, even on Friday, we've got Jenny Longworth coming down, who does the nails for Rihanna, Adele, and Jesse. Um, so it's like that's that's a, that's a big nail job. That one yeah, yeah, cool yeah. So she's gonna come down for the nail workshop and teach the girls art tricks and nail tricks and that. So it's just trying to like do as much as we can and give it as much as many experiences for the young people as possible. So sort of pay it down and yeah, help others. Which yeah, is, pretty which much. Is fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and um, you're a Chelsea fan? Yes. The game is on right now. Why not Luton? Yeah, but that's <laughs> Chelsea, the Premier League. The game is I, on now. Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Now yeah, that's yeah, commitment. Yeah, yeah. Do you I'm want to no, check I'm the no. score? Go and check the score. <laughs> I won't edit this out. you you gotta, you got to know how keen this guy is on Chelsea. <laughs> My mates have gone there. A little, it's in you know a, you can pin the live score to you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. No, it's, it's two minutes. Okay. But my mate sent me a, an Insta like, yeah, we're here, we're here. Um, Champions League is quite big. Oh, it is. I feel very privileged you were Broken <laughs> yesterday, 7 2. Yeah, I saw yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I saw that. And do you know what with like, me? Yeah, I'm not even, I am a big fan. Like, I go to as many games as I can. Like, I'll go to like, a lot of games. But it does take over my life. Yeah. So it's like, sometimes I have music video shoots or studio and I'll be like, yeah. and there's a game. And it's like, but for years I was doing music, so now I'm choosing. I'm, I do a lot of football, so right. I told my agents like put in every single fixture until next year in my yeah. diary. And do you not. Got season tickets, I mean. Yeah, I've got season tickets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So I was like, please, because like pay a lot for them. Like I want to go. To Did some you games. play football yourself? Um, yeah, a little bit I played, yeah. but um, wasn't that good. I think like if I didn't break my ankle, I'd, if I didn't twist my ankle, I'd be a pro by now. <laughs> That's what the excuse that everyone uses. Yeah. 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 But it... health in, not health, I meant like, uh, I want to get back into sport, like playing right. five sides. So. What do you I, do for sport at the moment? Not a lot. What do you do to keep, keep, because you're in good shape. I right? don't, thank you, but I don't, like I need to, I need to, I used to go to the gym, I have been in the gym in six months, but I'm going to try and get back in. It's just, I've been squash? too busy. Nah, I want to get into tennis. Tennis? Like, I like tennis. Um, we could have a game of tennis. Yeah, 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 that'd be good. Deal? And football. Yeah, yeah football, one-on-one. -on -one. Yeah. <laughs> that'd okay. be mad. I'm but from, I, I'm I'm from a rugby-playing nation, so I'll... Oh, is it? Yeah, oh, yeah, the rugby's on Saturday, so let's go there as well. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if fit in, but... We're, we're in, uh, what are we, 2nd second, uh, second of October today, so the Rugby World Cup's on and uh, all sorts of football's kicking off and uh, interesting stuff. This is busy, busy sport. Uh, you're doing some work with Mercedes? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me about that. So that is a partnership where they're helping empower me to run my own YouTube channel. Um, and yeah, it's new. Um, I need to be more consistent with it. What'd you but call it? Um, Self-belief, J.E. Self-belief. Yeah. Like, just the 21st century entrepreneur, life entrepreneur. Um, 
and yeah, like I have so much plans for that. It's up um, now. The, yeah, the it's channel, up now. So yeah, it's I'll up link now. it below. Yeah, it's up now. Check it out. <laughs> Proper YouTuber creators. <laughs> <laughs> Click down below. We've got all links in the descriptions. Make sure you like yeah. and subscribe. Please also subscribe and yeah, do yeah, the bell thing. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like I I'm doing that, but like I need to be more um, consistent with it. Um, I've got so much content there. I'm such a perfectionist. Like. Yeah. I'm a, such a perfectionist and a procrastinator. Bit of both, where like I, it hasn't been released. I've got seven, eight videos sitting there that really? I should be releasing every week. In the bank. But I'm just like, ugh, it's not. Well, time, you know, I, I, I can't understand why. So you've got SBTV, you're an author, you're a speaker, you're very uh, active on I'm not all a social proper, media. I'm not a proper speaker though. You I don't do you're keynotes. Not a speaker. I don't do keynotes. I've never Because you don't want to? Because I'm too, I'm f scared of it. You're scared of it? Yeah. What are you scared of? Don't know, I just can't. I just don't, I've never, I've done one or two, but always when I do stuff is Q&A. You've never, really? ever, ever seen Can I invite do you to do a keynote? Would you do it? I Would you say probably, no? I, yeah, probably, I'll just try and pitch to a Q&A. For example, like, <laughs> like, there was a big, big thing with Wired and GQ, yeah. and everyone was doing 15 minute keynotes, and I was like, they do a Q and A. I was like, no, everyone's doing a, Q and I couldn't. I you didn't know, do it, I, and that was a big thing, and I, <laughs> I couldn't do it. You, you will get anyone watching this who's in business will be asking you for a keynote now, oh, or a fireside God, chat. Fireside me. chat is better, right? I like this, me. right? You're right. Yeah, it's amazing. Tell me about your book, um, which is um, which is called Self Belief, mm -hmm. uh, and it's about. Being successful on your own terms, yeah. you're, a, you're a really an example, a walking example of that. Thank you. Tell um, me about that book. Why, why I did I did it like I think they wanted me to do a book like two years prior to that, but I didn't want to do it because I didn't want to remove myself from the audience or being like I've made it. Like everyone, when you make a book, people think people like I. Well, back in the day, it's like, oh my yeah. god, you made it. It's like done. Yeah, okay, yeah, here's yeah, my yeah, story. You've got a book done. But I was like. You know what? I want to just like tell people my story of, of what I've done, um, and try and inspire them. But I did six, so I released six, one each, yeah. one each week over the summer holidays, and it was it was good, man. It was well received, like, and I've got a plan for another book. Have now. you? Yeah, 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 yeah. Can you this talk one's about gonna it? Be sick. I, I don't know, not yet, but <laughs> this one's gonna be even sicker. I can't wait. I'm excited about it. The same way that I was excited about my first book, and it's funny because like, I talked in Birmingham. And like when I do other things, people turn up with my book and they want to sign it. I'm like, oh my god, this is sick! I'm like, got my book yet? So you signing Kindles? Um, oh no, 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 no! I'm not, not got to that. Not you can't sign a Kindle. Well, you can. Well, you can. Yeah, you can. You but need not a the book on there. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'll sign it back with a white, white sharpie. <laughs> um, you're, you're a spokesperson uh, on the on the topic of mental health, mm -hmm. and I'd, I'd like to hear what you've got to say there. Where did that come from, and uh, um, why do you see it as a as a uh, an important thing to talk about? Um, because of the platform I, I built, I feel like I have a responsibility to sort of push other messages out there. Um, and I think that like, when I first started talking about it, it was because the people around my state that unfortunately killed themselves like in, in a space of each other. And then like it affected like a lot of my mates, like a lot of my close mates. And I was just like, I was confused as well. Cause I was like, I was with them the other day. Like how are they, how are they gone? 
like how, why, what. And I think like the conversation I just wanted to start was just to get um, around male suicide, just like uh, guys talking to each other a little bit more, like that whole macho Superman thing. And just like, if you've got a problem, like talk about it. And that's what inspired the content I made with that. Um, and it was like a video around, specifically around male suicide, which was with The Guardian. And then after that, um, I did a video of the Welcome Trust, which was around mental health and music. So like musicians are like, whatever, three times more likely to suffer from um, depression than others because of like the rejection of being a musician and then not making it and yeah. dealing with that. And then I just explored all of that with like people like Dave, Sasha Keeble, Miss Brat, Despar, a couple of people, um, and done some research into it. So I just, I don't know, I think it's like, I want to be sort of investigating a bit more about different subjects, mm. and then that's what it's like. That's what spurred that on. Um, Such yeah. an important issue, and thank you for everything that you're doing. It's um, I think World Mental Health Day next week, mm -hmm. second week of October. Yeah, um, I've got a project that I'm working on with BBC Three at the moment. Um, it's quite a big project. I was going to try and do it for World Mental Health Day, but it's too much of a beast to to uh, do and get it. Underway, but too much on. Yeah, no, it's too, but it's too big of a thing to to have got it released on World Mental Health yeah. Day because it's much more of a bigger. Yeah, it will take much more time. Right. So that should be out soon. And like, I don't like, I don't want to like all my like my content. I mix up with it. I mix it up with sort of letting people know what the realist and not not everything around like just different issues. But I don't know. I don't know. Well, it's a, a very important issue, and um, and I'm sure uh, many uh, look at what you're doing and appreciate and probably find the strength to talk about their, their feelings. Really important issue. Um, I want to ask you, uh, you know, this people watching, I, I imagine, who are, who are looking to learn, uh, what, in closing, what sort of advice would you give others who are sort of growing up, maybe... Uh, entering uh, uh, entering the end of their school, looking to do next next steps, or perhaps um, in a midlife career progression. Any advice that you give people? Don't feel pressured, and like don't like take calculated risks. And like I remember when I was younger, I had the pressure of like you had to make it by 30. And like, when I interviewed the co-founder and the like first CEO of Netflix. Mark Randolph, he was like, he co-founded Netflix with Reed Hastings when he was like 38. And I'm like, what? I sit in the car with him and I was like, really? It's like, yes. Like, and don't, like, like, be successful on your own terms. Don't do it just because other people are doing it or, like, you feel you have to do something because someone says. And I find one of the big things is, like, regardless of what age you are in life, like, you have that passion. It will get unlocked someday. I unlocked mine when I was 15. Like my friend's nine unlocked her when she was 80. She's got a knitting business now, but she's been in employment like for most of her life. So it, it can happen whenever. And I find like you shouldn't be scared of getting like a job that might not necessarily be what you want to do, but it allows you to have freedom. Well, it allows you to invest in what you actually want to do. So like, I was working in Top Man for like five years, and I used that money to invest in camera, sound, light, like all that sort of stuff which then helps my business. And I find people like, I'm not working in Top Man, I'm not working in McDonald's, I'm not working there, because they feel like that's not what I want to do. But that's the wrong way to look at it. You're supposed to look at it, earn your money, and budget your money correctly to 
try and find your dreams. To unlock that. Well, that's uh, incredible advice that's uh, suitable for any age, stage or context. Yeah. Uh, Jamal Edwards, you're a, an absolute inspiration to me and many others. Thank you so much thank for you. taking the time. Thank you. No, thank you, man. Nice one. Right. Craig Fenton is not an interviewer. <laughs> <laughs>